just sit back and relax and get ready for The Walt Blackman Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a place where facts are our North Star and common sense is our guiding principle. You've just tuned in to The Walt Blackman Show. He's the voice that cuts through the noise, the man who isn't afraid to tell it like it is. Please welcome your host, the one and only Walt Blackman. Hello, America, and welcome back to another episode of The Walt Blackman Show. I'm your host, Walt Blackman and Boy. Do we have an incredible lineup for you today? We're going to dig deep, expose truths, and demolish myths, always with hard-hitting common sense and facts. Hello, everybody. It's Walt Blackman, and welcome to our weekend edition of The Walt Blackman Show. I hope you're having a great weekend. Whatever you do, please be safe out there. Today's topic we are talking about is America racist. Now, the reason why we happen to be on this subject today is because usually around an election time, particularly a presidential year, we often get this. I often get the question, is America racist? And when I go around the country and I speak at different organizations and different groups, sometimes I will get this question, is America racist? Is racism still a major problem in America? Now, our former president, Barack Obama, certainly thought so. Now, he said racism is in our DNA. And I quote, it is in our DNA. That is said by the former president. Now, my question to the former president and anyone who prescribes to this nonsense, if racism is in our DNA, doesn't it mean that it's unchangeable? Now, like our eye color that is in our DNA, our eye color doesn't change. Or, for example, the pigment of our skin, which is part of our DNA. It is unchangeable. It doesn't change. But America has changed. And it has changed dramatically so. So in 1960, 60% of Americans said that they would never vote for a black president. Almost 50 years plus later, the black man who said racism is a problem and racism is in our DNA was elected president. And four years later, he was reelected. Now, that's only one of the most obvious examples of, of racial progress. And there are many others. And I know this is a baseline of it. And a lot of people start at this baseline. So we're going to continue to dive in this and we are going to talk about more of this and ask the question, is America racist after these messages from our sponsor? Arizona, are you ready for a leader who knows what it takes to serve both on the battlefield and in the halls of government? Meet Walt Blackman. Walt is not just any leader. He's a decorated combat veteran awarded the Bronze Star Medal for his extraordinary actions in Iraq. Waltz has also served honorably in Afghanistan, putting his life on the line to defend our freedoms. But Waltz's service to his country didn't end overseas. He brought his dedication and leadership skills back home to Arizona, where he made history as the first black American elected as a Republican to the Arizona House of Representatives. Walt has already served two terms, and he's not done yet. He's running to return to the Arizona House of Representatives to continue his dedicated service to the people of Arizona. Walt Blackman understands the challenges we face in healthcare, education, and the economy. He's not just talking about change. He's actively working towards it. Hello, Arizona. I'm Walt Blackman, and I'm committed to representing. As a combat veteran, I've faced adversity and know the meaning of sacrifice. I will bring that same dedication to fight for you and your families in the Arizona House. Let's make Arizona a beacon of opportunity and freedom. I'm Walt Blackman, 
and I approve this message because Arizona deserves strong leadership now more than ever. So if you want a proven leader who can fight for you on all fronts, vote Walt Blackman for Arizona House of Representatives. Don't miss this chance to make history again, Arizona. Vote Walt Blackman for Legislative District 7, paid for by friends of Walt Blackman. Welcome back, everybody. This is Walt Blackman on the Walt Blackman Show, the weekend edition. And if you are just joining us, we are talking about the topic of racist and racism and is America racist? And some say that it is and some say that, yes, uh, there is some out there. However, it is not a major problem. Now, what I want to really talk about is interracial marriage. Now, a lot of folks know that I am married to a Caucasian woman and we have biracial children and I am in that institution of a interracial marriage. Now, have I seen racism directed to me because of who I am married to? I haven't seen that. Now, I'm sure that it is out there. I'm not saying that it is not. However, I have not witnessed it brought upon my relationship and to my wife and I. However, William H. Fry of the Bookings Institute wrote, psychologists have traditionally viewed multiracial marriages as a benchmark for the ultimate stage of a simulation of a particular group into the society. Now, black-white marriages were still illegal in 16 states until 1967, folks, two years after I was born. And a Gallup poll of 1958 found that only 4% of Americans approved of black-white marriages. Fast forward to today. The number is 87% of approval. In 1960, all marriages by blacks were only 1.7%. We're black and white. Now, today it is, well, percent and rising. Now, some people will say, well, it's still not enough. That's not the topic, and that's not the issue that we are talking about. We are talking about that a president said that racism is in our DNA. And if it's in our DNA, that means it doesn't change. That means there is no progress. And I have proven on different levels that it is changeable and that America has changed. Now, when I go around and speak to different groups and this subject comes up, and when I say these numbers, I give these, this fa- these facts out and I'm talking about these things, I always get the question, now what about racial profiling and the abuse of blacks by police officers? Doesn't that prove that racism remains a major problem? And I just kind of look at them. And then a lot of times, you just got to walk people through that. And it's still not enough. So I try to use real world examples of this. Now, if you remember, in the summer of 2014, Ferguson, Missouri, became the ground zero of this type of accusation when a white police officer shot and killed an armed, unarmed black teenager. Now, first of all, I will tell you, Anytime that somebody dies, that's not a good thing. And we need to be cognitive of that and try to understand the situation behind some of these killings. Now, while the Department of Justice investigated the incident, 
ladies and gentlemen, it cleared the officers of any wrongdoing. However, it did accuse the city, the police department, of racial bias. Now, some people will again say, well, that's not enough. We have to look at the progress of this. Now, just in my lifetime alone, and I said that, two years after I was born, the law did not change that in 16 states it was illegal to have an interracial marriage. Now, this is in my lifetime. However, again, it has changed. It is not in our DNA. Because if it were in our DNA, first of all, again, we wouldn't have seen a black president and 60% of the people in 1960 said that they would never vote for a black president. We wouldn't see the increased numbers of interracial marriages, which is now 87% up from 4%. In a Gallup poll of 1958, we wouldn't see these changes. And we definitely would not see the 12% in rising in interracial marriages. And we would definitely not see the Justice Department come in and do an investigation. Clear the white officer, however, in their report says there is racial bias. But when we are talking about that Justice Department report, what was the most grabbing stat on the headlines. We will come back with that after these messages. If you're looking to catch up on Walt's past shows, all you need to do is go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, or and Player FM. You can also go to his website at www.bussprout.com and click on the Walt Blackman Show. Now here's more of Walt coming at you on the Walt Blackman Show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Walt Blackman. If you are just now tuning in, we are talking about is America racist? And that's a question that we are asking and we are answering on this. And we left off of racial profiling and what happened in 2014 in Ferguson, Missouri, where a young black man was shot by a police officer. And. I laid out where the Justice Department found that the officer was cleared. However, the department was racially biased. Now, I also was getting ready to get into that grabbing headline stat. The gap between the percentage of blacks living in Ferguson is 67% and the percentage of those stopped by police officers for traffic violations who were black is 85%, an 18-point disparity. Now, some people say, well, that's racism. That's racism. Hold up now. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Now, for example, blacks comprise of 25% of New York City, but account for 55% of those stopped for traffic offenses. Now, if you do your math, that's a 30-point disparity, a far bigger number than that of Ferguson. So why is the NYPD department now, a majority minority considered even more institutionally racist than that of Ferguson. Well, the answer is you cannot have an honest discussion about police conduct without an honest discussion on black crime. Plain and simple. And in some of these talk shows and podcasts, when you bring that up and the host happens to be of, happens to be black, 
are a liberal. They, they bring that up. Why are you always bringing up black crime? Well, I'm going to give you some numbers. And a lot of folks don't like these numbers. Though blacks are 13% of the population in the United States, blacks commit 50% of the nation's homicides. That is a accurate and true statement. I'm about numbers. I'm about data. Now, that data may have changed a little. However, blacks are still 13% of the population. And the, and the crimes that are committed are hovering around 50% of the nation's homicide. And almost always, the victim is who? Another black person. Just as most homicides are against other whites. This is not new. This information is out there. In 2012, according to the CDC, police killed 123 blacks. While, by the way, everybody, killing over twice that many of whites. Now, that's something that you will not hear from the other side because the black community and folks on the left will say that the police are hunting black people. And that is simply not so. Now, the same year, blacks killed over 6,000 people. Again, who? Mostly other blacks. So you've heard the term black on black crime. That is a problem in our communities. Now, what about pra traffic stops? Well, everybody, unlike when responding to dispatch calls, police officers exercise more discretion when it comes to traffic stops. Why? Because that's where a lot of this violence occurs on a police officer, regardless of the ethnic background of the driver that they are stopping. However, people say, well, therefore, there's got to be racist cops. And they're always stopping blacks. That's not the case, folks. They're always harassing black people. That's not the case. For example, if you live in a community where 80% of the people in that community happen to be black, and in the community, the police officer, law enforcement officers happen to be white, simply because of the numbers, 80% of, of the population is black, that police officer is going to stop more black people because there are more black people in the community. And then when we add the number in, that 13% of the population commit 50% of the nation's homicides, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? There are more crimes committed, black-on-black -black crime, and there are more blacks in a targeted area. So, of course, there are going to be more stops. It doesn't mean that police officers are racist. It happens to mean that that police officer is working and patrolling in an area where there is predominantly more blacks. Now, if that's opposite, let's, let's flip the script. Let's say the same, we take the same data and say it is a white community. 
where crime is high in this particular community. It happens to be majority white. And there is a black police officer. Guess what? The majority of the stops are going to be a black police officer stopping a white person. It doesn't mean that the black officer happens to be racist or profiling. It happens to mean there be there's just more white folks that are in that area. So the question to that, when we talk about traffic stops, I would say that it's actually no. Cops can have a field day is the narrative when it comes to traffic stops. And I would say no. The National Institute of Justice is the research agency of the Department of Justice. If you did not know that, is the go-to agency when department and, and the Justice Department is trying to find information about these types of stats. Now, in 2013, the National Institute of Justice published a study, and a lot, and, and a lot of people have not read this study. They published a study called Raced Trust and Police Legitimacy. If you haven't read that report, I would highly recommend it because it dispels and disproves a lot of the narrative that we typically hear. Race, trust, and police legitimacy. Three out of four black drivers admitted that they were stopped by police for a legitimate reason. Now, for example, I think I've been stopped, I don't know how many times, but it was for speeding, and I was obviously speeding, and I knew I was speeding. That's a legitimate reason. Now, blacks compared to whites were on average more likely to commit speeding. Hello, all black men. Then other traffic offenses. Guess what? Whenever I've been stopped by a police officer, and this, and and I am not talking about even when, um, even before I had I had name recognition and and uh, I was out out here doing what I do. I was always stopped. And it always was a police, a white police officer. And guess what? In my case, I never witnessed it. Now, some people will say, well, you know, you, you're one out of how many? Well, the data clearly says in this report, race, trust, and police legitimacy of why, what is the biggest reason for blacks to get stopped? And that's because of speeding and other traffic offenses. The Institute continued to write seatbelt uses is chronologically lower among black drivers. Now, I've seen it myself. You can be on a highway and people are rolling without a seatbelt. Police sees it, they stop, they pull them over. Why are you stopping me? You stopping me because I'm black? Nope. No, I'm stopping you because you committed a traffic violation because you don't have a seatbelt on. And because of that data that I had just said, black drivers are more seatbelt usage is lower among black drivers. Guess what, guy? You got stopped because you weren't wearing a seatbelt. Now, if you get stopped and you got something in your ride, guess what? That's a different story. Now, the National Institute of Justice, NIJ, 
conclusion in these numbers say that these disparities result from differences in offending. In other words, not because of racism. Correction, a person is not getting stopped for driving while black if they are speeding. You're, you're not being stopped because you're black. You're being stopped because you were speeding. You were doing 200,000 miles in a 50-mile zone. It's not because of racism is what I am trying to say, and I'm making light of some of this. I just want people to understand and understand the narrative that is out there so we can ask those questions that are fitting and that are data-driven. Now, the National Highway of Traffic Safety Administration also found that blacks violated traffic laws at a higher rate than whites. Yes. Again, I am using my own experiences as a tool for this. I, I believe, and, and, and my family, I have more speeding tickets than anybody in my family. Because I use, I, 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 you know, I, I got a heavy foot. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm always rolling. And when I get stopped, I know it's because I was speeding. I'd be driving down the road. You pass a police officer. I see the lights. I already know he's, I already know it's for me. I already know. And I already pull, and I just pull over because I know, yeah, that's me. But the thought doesn't come in my head is that this police officer stopped me because I'm black. That is not the reason. Again, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration found that blacks violate traffic laws at a higher rate. In every offense, whether it's driving without a license, not wearing a seatbelt, not using a child's safety seat, or speeding. Now, my for me, I can't talk about this other stuff because when my when my daughter was a baby, I made sure we put her in a safety seat and I make sure we wear seat belts. However, my biggest thing was speeding. However, I can't speak for anybody else. Now, again, I ask this question to you and I pose this question: Is there still racism in America? I would be a fool if I said no. Of course, there is still racism in America, but racism is not in America's DNA. I will tell you that, and I am confident that it is not in America's DNA because it changes. Our country changes and attitudes and perceptions and stereotypes change over time. Now, as liberal Harvard psychologist Orlando Peterson or Patterson said America, this is what he said, is now the least racist white majority society in the world. That is coming from a liberal psychologist out of Harvard. And that is exactly what he said. America is now the least racist white majority society in the world. As a better record of legal protections, for um, correction, has a better record for legal protections for minorities than any other society, white or black. It offers more opportunities to a greater number of blacks 
persons than any other societies, including those of Africa. Now, during this campaign season or this election season, you will undoubtedly hear from the left that Republicans are racist, that the Republican Party is racist, that every single white person that you see that you come in contact with has racism in their DNA. They can't help it. That's why a lot of them are pushing this DEI. Because they believe that narrative. Numbers do not lie, ladies and gentlemen. The numbers that I've been talking to you today about is America racist and laying out these numbers. It nails it right on the head. There is, of course, still racism in our country. However, it is not in our DNA. It is not in America's DNA. And this is Walt Blackman. I hope you enjoyed this segment of the Walt Blackman Show. Again, have a good weekend. Make sure you stay safe. Please don't speed because if you get stopped, it's not because of your color. But have a good weekend and be safe. Don't drink and drive. This is Walt Blackman on the Walt Blackman Show, and I am out of here. If you're looking to catch up on Walt's past shows, all you need to do is go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, or and Player FM. You can also go to his website at www.bussprout.com and click on The Walt Blackman Show. Strap in. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone.